Welcome to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. The real estate market is shifting. The time is now. The Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast is your home for the mindset, tactics, and tools needed to break through your limiting beliefs and find freedom by investing in foreclosure deals. Don't buy a house, buy a deal. You need to get into this right now. And now, your host, the Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. I am your host, Donnie Corum, your Foreclosure Deals Coach, and this podcast is where we discuss the mindset, tactics, and tools to become a successful foreclosure investor. Now, a lot of people wonder how coaching is going to work. How can I help anybody to do their first foreclosure deal? Well, the essence of it real quick is that I help you to find, figure, fund, fix, and flip your first foreclosure deal. So if you're interested in learning more, join my Facebook group and please subscribe to this channel where you can stay updated on all the great new foreclosure news and find out if foreclosure deals coaching is right for you. All right, let's jump in to the show today. We open all of our shows with a little bit of mindset. And the reason we open with mindset is it's so important that you have your mind in the right place when you're learning anything. Listen, if you're taking an education and you're not thinking about that education in the right manner, I can tell you it's not going to stick. It's not going to be as useful. So the thing is, we right the title of this show is why the feds won't increase rates anymore okay so we're going to talk about where the market is heading but first this mindset quote from zig ziglar says that success occurs when opportunity meets preparation okay so we're looking at the market as a whole all the time as a foreclosure deals coach who basically makes me a real estate investment advisor i am constantly monitoring where the market is going to go so i did a podcast a few weeks back where i'm discussing how i don't believe that the fed is going to raise rates any further based on the impact that rates have had on the market recently and one of my lovely subscribers wanted to disagree with that i love that i love creating a little bit of controversy but what was commented on is that the fed is going to continue to raise rates now listen my crystal ball is no more functional than their crystal ball or yours is but i do want to discuss how anticipating the market is super important to being successful in real estate investing once again what we are doing is we're buying low we're repairing the property to market and then we're selling at or hopefully ahead of our estimation as to what the property sell for on the market well when the market was going gangbusters we were selling so far ahead of our speculated future price after repaired value we call it that people were like it was it was shocking well the fed had to respond to that the what that caused was a massive amount of inflation in the market because housing prices were going up so rapidly because people were overbidding on property and this was largely caused by the buying power of the retail consumer. Listen, when you're able to buy a house at two or 3% interest rates, you're gonna buy a lot more house, right? Or if you're limiting your budget, you're going to bid on a lower price house and you're going to push that house up. 
So the comment that somebody made was that the Fed is going to continue to raise rates. My argument for that is based on what happened, we are seeing in real time that the market is slowing down a little bit. Days on markets come up a little bit. Right after the big rate increase, we saw some degree of drop in the overall pricing of real estate. In certain markets, we saw maybe 5%. Other markets went up to like 10%. And I want to argue that during a short stint there, we saw my local market go down between 10 and 12% off of retail. Now, that was obviously really bad news. Owned a lot of properties during that time. We took some hits based on my current holdings because the property values dropped. And I probably had uh, six or seven properties that we had just finished remodels on during that time. This was bad news, right? However, as the market is, it cycled back over. We have definitely seen the market flattening a little bit to even soft, to even increasing just a little bit based on that last time. Rates are higher, but demand hasn't gone anywhere. So once again, I don't believe that the Fed is going to continue to raise interest rates in this current market because of a couple reasons. Number one, the goal was to curb inflation, right? When they increased rates, the Federal Reserve Chairman Powell, he said, well, we increased the rates because we want to slow down the increase of housing prices because it's causing an economic problem. Can't argue with that, right? When we saw increases in certain markets of 20 to 30% over the year before pricing, that is a clear unsustainable problem. Right. However, they, as always, over adjusted. I think we had eight total rate increases in a row since, you know, since they started this process. And the net result was that rates went from the late twos and early threes to where they're at now, which is about five to six. Actually, at the peak, we saw interest rates hit almost seven percent in certain cases. This was completely unsustainable and it halted the housing economy for a very short stint. The reaction was that for the next couple of sessions, the Fed didn't raise the rate. They, 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 if they did raise the rate, they raised it by a little bit. And on the last rate increases, they didn't raise it at all. They left it flat. That's what we're expecting them to do for a while. I don't think they're going to raise rates. I also don't think we're going to see a huge decrease in rates until we really filter this out. But you also have to factor in the political season that's coming up. Okay, We are on our way to a presidential election, and I don't want to turn this into a political show, but if you can anticipate what the market's going to do based on the election season, you've got a couple of years of anticipating what the market's going to be before it happens. Here we are about a year away from the presidential election, and I can tell you that they don't want to go into the presidential election into a housing crisis, or do they? Right. Does the government want to cause de additional dependence on the government? My vote is no, but I've seen crazier stuff happen in my 20 years or so of doing this. OK, so my belief is that rates will flatten or even reduce. I've got some good friends in the mortgage market who are very high up in the chain of the market. One guy comes to mind is Richard. He's a good buddy of mine. He's higher up in the chain of mortgage guys. And he has said his opinion. And again, this is all opinion. Right. And opinions are like, you know what? We all have them. They all kind of stink. But his opinion, which I really trust, is that they're going to start to reduce rates a little bit in the mortgage market. The Fed will not drop the Federal Reserve rate because they don't want to keep printing money. But what they may do, what we may see is a slight decrease in the mortgage market if we get used to this. This means we're going to go from where we are now, it's pretty close to 6% or so, to the mid to early 5%. That's my prediction.
Okay, what does all of this mean? Why do you care about any of this? Well, here's the tactic of the week here, all right? You really need to spend some time learning about the financial markets so you can understand how the mortgage market is going to impact pricing on your potential deals, all right? This is important because if you know where the pricing is going to end up, you can then predict a little bit more where the buying power of the consumer is going to be at the time of your flip. We're not looking that far into the future. If you're flipping on a proper schedule, you should only be off the market for 30 to 60 days. So that's not a long time for there to be a major impact to the mortgage market or the housing market, okay? But to find out what the mortgage market is going to do, you want to look into the 10-year treasury bond. Now, real quickly, the 10-year treasury bond is the index that's the pricing that is used to lend money to the federal government. Now, it's needless to say, they don't pay a huge interest rate return on that. But when the treasury bond is increasing in price, it tends to decrease the mortgage market. At this moment, we are seeing a bit of an increase. Here's the reason why that is, okay? the more, Basically, you're lending money to the federal government with treasury bonds. All right. So it's a, it should be anyway, by most people's categorization, a pretty stable investment. OK, we don't think the federal government's going to default on their loans. Could happen, but seems unlikely since they can print money. It stands to reason they can print more money if they can't service their debts, which is literally what they've been doing for the past decade, which is why we are so deeply in debt right now. OK, so as the 10 year Treasury bond increases, mortgage markets go down. If you look into the, few, the history of the Treasury index, you saw the Treasury index dropping rapidly when, when the big increase in the mortgage market happened. And during that time is when we saw rates increase. So what you want to look up for the Treasury bond index is TNX. And TNX is basically the Treasury bond index that most people use to determine what's going on with the market. I'm going to share my screen real quick so you can see this. But if we look at TNX right now, you can see here that it started, it went way, way up, which dropped the rates if we go way back, right? And now it's starting to fade down. What the index you're looking at right now is just today. So we really want to look back in history a little bit. And you can see the cycle here to where the Treasury bond index dropped here in the 20 and 21, and rates went way up during this time right? So it, it was following the pattern that it's supposed to be following. As they started to increase, rates started to settle down a little bit, right? And now they're kind of floating here, which is why rates have, mortgage interest rates have settled a little bit. So you've got a little bit of predictive analytics to tell you what the buying power of the future consumer of your flip is going to be by tracking this TNX thing. So Keep an eye on this. The, the, the tactic of today is save this to your, you know, your favorite somewhere so you can periodically check in and see what the 10 year treasury index is. Listen, I know that talking about financial data is not super sexy or exciting, but you know what is getting rich, right? And if your objective is to make a lot of money with your real estate investments, which is the only reason we invest at all, right? Is to make money. 
then you want to be monitoring some of these indexes that could make or break you in the future market. So by knowing what's going on, you have a much higher probability of predicting that. If you see that the trend is that rates are going to increase, okay, you're watching this in the future, rates have come down, they come back up, and you're seeing this index reflect that, you know that you want to be more conservative with your comparable analysis because as rates go up, people's buying power goes down, and that has a direct impact on the sales price of properties, right? When that buying power went down to rates we had, when we saw rates in the sixes and sevens, buying power went down to lows we haven't seen in comfortably a decade. And there was a direct reflection on the pricing. So you're not going to have a huge swing in most cases, but you know, in about a six to nine month time frame, again, we saw the Colorado Springs market dip about 10 to 12 percent at the bottom of it. It recovered pretty quickly. A lot of it came back, but in your market, you probably witnessed the same thing. So keep an eye on this treasury index because it can make a big difference on what the future price, the after repaired value of the property is going to be. So that's kind of our segment on that. Moving forward, learn about the financial market, monitor the election season, be able to extrapolate what you can. We're not going back to 3% rates anytime soon. I can promise you that. But if we get back to the mid to early fives, I don't know that we're going to see the huge boom bidding wars that we saw in 20 and 21. But I do believe we're already seeing a lot more showings a lot more traffic, a lot more activity. So in investing, your job is just to understand how money is operating. The more you understand how money works, the more money you're going to be able to make, right? So take some time to really get into that and learn more about the money market. All right, let's head into our deal of the day here. We are going to look at a property we just acquired for one of my coaching clients. Now, this is fun because a lot of my clients are on different parts of the country. In this case, Charles bought this property from California. I'm going to share my screen here. You can take a look here, and we'll just move this back over. All right, here we go. I like this this effect. We get Matterport tours on all of our properties, right? So the Matterport tour is basically a 3D tour on the house. And I love that we're getting out in front of these now. Uh, now that things are a little bit slower. But the cool thing about this is this dollhouse effect. Check out this imagery when you're first. I, I, I love this. It's, not, it's on, up to you whether you care or not. But check this out. So when you first log into the Matterport tour, you get this dollhouse effect as it loads, which I just love, you're seeing the property kind of from an outside angle and then it pops you inside. So here's the property, right? Not the prettiest thing you've ever seen, but that is the idea, right? We're going to just walk around it here. And after you've gotten a real feel for what the property looks like, we're going to talk briefly about the numbers on this incredible deal that Charles is working on. Now, a lot of people are worried, well, you know, I want to do a deal, but, you know, I don't know the Colorado Springs market that well. That's okay. This investment strategy can be done from anywhere. We had a client complete a deal from Poland recently, right? So you can get a deal done anywhere. As we're walking through this property, you see here, it's pretty dated, right? It, it's got a pink bathroom. That can't possibly modernize. And that can't be uh, cool anymore, right? That was super cool at its era, but it's not cool anymore. What's important is the deal check. So what we do now that we've seen the property a little bit, we want to analyze the deal in deal check. I am an affiliate of deal check. So if you want to sign up for this software, go to FDC deal check. 
Com. Obviously, we've already run an analysis on this property because we have closed on it. We are now starting construction, but we're going to flip down to the deal analysis on this home. Uh, once again, we are on Auburn. Here we go. And we are looking, we bought this property for $295. We're guesstimating roughly a 30. We always put a 10% uh, buffer in there for the remodel link, a remodel price, right? So we got about $33,000 we are planning on spending on the remodel. And ultimately, after we do our analysis, we want to look at our comps here and figure out what's selling around this house to justify the purchase price here, right? So we looked at this one nearby, half a mile, sold for 400. Another one half a mile away, sold for 435. Another one, similar square footage, half a mile away, sold for 400, et cetera, et cetera. Net, 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 we put in that the deal check on this, the ARV we're intending to use on this property came back at roughly 400,000, well, sorry, actually put in 390. Because once again, I want to go hyper conservative with my clients on what we believe we're going to sell it for. That way, if we beat that number, and I pretty much always do, then you're going to be happier with the net result. So I put in 390 and based on the analysis with the fees, the holding costs, the, the payments, et cetera, the back end profit on this property after four months of holding time, right? Which is again, kind of our worst case scenario. We're hoping to fix it in about 30 to 45 days. We're hoping it's on the market for 30 days or less, right? And then we're hoping that the underwriting process takes its typical time frame about 30 to 45 days. So total, if everything goes wrong, is about 120 days. Based on that, we're predicting a $32,000 back end profit on this property. This is real world stuff, guys. This is not the theory of doing a deal, but actually finding deals on the market, which I work with my clients to do. Then we analyze the deals. We fund the deals using my hard and private money lending sources. We fix the deals using my contractors that are starting work on this property right now. And then we sell the property using my team of agents at a profit. The net result is Charles walks into this deal with the money he put down and walks out $32,000 richer above and beyond all expenses. Worst case scenario. Guaranteed? Absolutely not. But we have done the homework. We know what it takes based on the property, seeing the house and doing the research to get to that desired effect. I've been doing it for years, over 300 flips in my repertoire, if you will. So I am confident that I can do the same deal for you as long as you take the first step, join into coaching and get going. So super excited for Charles to do his first deal. And I'd like to help you do your first deal too. If you're interested, book a call with me. Let's schedule a time to see if foreclosure deal coaching is right for you. In the meantime, your tool tip of today is that you got to subscribe to some financial channels and start keeping track of the 10-year treasury bond. Remember, the market is a lagging indicator, meaning we see what's happening now. We got to determine and extrapolate what it's going to be 60 to 90 days from now when you're putting that house on the market. But by getting a general picture, you'll have a good idea because the market doesn't move that fast. Even in times of crisis, remember coronavirus? I was sitting around thinking, this is it. This is the end. We can't show properties. And if I can't show properties, I can't sell properties because of the 
pandemic lockdown. And if I can't sell properties, then prices are going to drop. If you can't sell them, there's going to be a dip, right? The exact opposite happened. During the pandemic, people kind of got shut in and they went, man, if I'm stuck in this house for a while, I may want to consider getting a different house, which is exactly what happened. So suddenly the market soared and we couldn't have predicted that outcome, but it still took three months or so of lockdown to get that effect. So while you're working on your flip, you don't have to worry about a massive market flip. I'm not saying it can happen. I'm just saying it's super rare. The market works in a lagging indicator thing. So we will be able to predict to some degree what the market is going to do next. That is your objective. And when you get good at that, you're going to make a lot of money to help you get good at that. The important thing is to get get somebody to advise you on what the market is doing, somebody who's done hundreds of flips, somebody like myself whose entire jobs help you find that deal and walk you through the process of making a profit on your first flip. If you're interested in that, you got to join the Facebook group, become part of the discussion. If you'd like to work on some deal checks in your very own market or need some help finding deals in your market, get privy to start looking for deals. And then let's work together in your deal check to analyze those deals so you can start making money in the real estate investment market. A lot of foreclosures are coming down the pike right now. So if you learn this skill set today, you will be equipped for the market of the future. We are planning for what is going to happen. And again, taking us back to Zig Ziglar's wonderful quote here, success is where opportunity meets preparation. So if you're getting prepared right now, you're going to make a lot more money when this market is more conducive to the investing environment. I implore you to get started now. The time is now. The market is here. And I want to be your coach to help you out. Please subscribe to the channel if you want to stay updated on the foreclosure activity right here in the market. Join my Facebook group at fdcoachgroup.com and get started. Become part of the conversation and start doing foreclosure deals near your market. You could be my net success story. With that, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach, thanking you yet again for tuning in each and every single week to the foreclosure deals coach podcast and reminding you, don't buy a house. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. If you like what you heard here today, remember new episodes are uploaded weekly. Subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. Do you want more of the Foreclosure Deals Coach? Are you ready to learn the mindset, tactics, and tools required to be a successful real estate investor? If so, click the link below to schedule a one-on-one coaching call today with Donnie Corum, the Foreclosure Deals Coach, to determine if coaching is right for you. And remember, don't buy a house, buy a deal.